Welcome back to Seriously Funny. I'm your host, Mashnor Kabir, and I know the Grim Reaper. This week kind of sucked, but I will walk on broken glass for you. Probably, maybe, not really. But I will write and narrate a script out for you. If I get lazy, I'm only writing half of this script, I'll be completely honest. We'll see what happens. But here we are, death, destruction, and erectile dysfunction. Long ago, in the days before phones and capitalism, there was a prince named Siddhartha Gautama. This prince one day decided, I want to go starve myself to the point of almost dying. And with that, he became the Buddha. That isn't the actual story, but hey, you get the point. I've told the story of the Buddha 8 billion times, and I'll tell it again another day probably. Anyways, this Buddha dude, he was pretty cool. He got to enlightenment and stuff. He walked around with a chub in his pants for his entire life after that. And one thing he learned with that chub in his pants while he was meditating was that when he inhaled, his chest and his body overall would go upwards. When he exhaled, his chest and his body would go down. At some point, he opened his eyes and he looked at the trees, the bushes, the animals, the nature, I guess, and he realized that this same pattern exists everywhere. Things go up and then they go down. It's the cycle of everything. A few thousand or hundred years later, some kid named Jasse Onfroy came around and through his own meditation, observation, and introspection, as we talked about a few weeks ago, all of the information required to be enlightened can be found by yourself uh, and it must be understood by oneself. But Jasse, better known as XXXTentacion, found the same thing that the Buddha discovered so many years ago, and he called it creation and evolution. All things create, whether that be your bones making blood cells, trees making fruits, your brain making thoughts, or hookworms making eggs in your small intestine, and all things evolve. You age, the trees get older, and one day the universe collapses back in on itself. Very positive, of course, wonderful, great time. Creation and evolution will at one point be its own topic of discussion. It's the purpose of life. It's awesome and I love it and I love talking about it and contemplating it. It's a marvelous discovery. But here's the part of creation and evolution that isn't usually talked about. When someone asks what's the purpose of life, I answer, you know, creation and evolution. However, that's only two-thirds of the equation. The last part, looking at the title of this episode, is destruction. There can be no creation nor evolution without destruction and vice versa. This cycle needs every piece in order to function. The reason that I often omit destruction is because most people don't like that part. Destruction is seen as this terrifying and really negative thing. It's not fun to think about for most people and it'll automatically put a bad taste in people's mouths, especially if they worked in construction and they inhaled a bunch of dust from destruction sites, then you'll be pretty upset thinking about how you're probably on a first-class trip to lung cancer. Another reason we omit destruction, out of sympathy for the construction workers, of course. But yeah, destruction, it's not well-received. Most people consider destruction to be an ending, a period to the sentence, the crash of the wave, an end to the story. But here's the thing, like I said, nothing exists without destruction. You need destruction. Without it, there is no creation. Actually, we can take a look back into your ninth grade science class or whenever you had earth science. I learned this in sixth and in ninth grade. But we're going back to the more lively, the most lively thing on the planet, the most riveting of all objects and subjects, rocks, of course, yes, rocks. 
We love rocks, and we love the rock cycle, and you bet I'm going to sit here and tell you about that rock cycle, so get ready to have a rock in your pants. It all starts with magma. In the second layer of the earth, the mantle, the largest layer of the earth, there's magma in there, and sometimes the tectonic plates of the earth split enough for the magma to sleep through, in sleep, did I say sleep? Seep through into the crest. The magma cools and boom, you get rocks. Maybe the magma comes from a volcano, you get obsidian. Of course, if you play Minecraft, you know this, but you know, there's magmas generally where, where it starts uh, and it cools in some way, whether that be in the ocean or whether that be in the air from a volcano and lava or whatever. The rocks can take many forms broken down into three categories. Metamorphic, which comes from a lot of heat and pressure. Igneous, which comes from cooling magma. Sedimentary, which comes from the other two rocks getting broken down and compacted. Regardless, at some point, these rocks in whatever form sometimes find its way back into lava and go straight back into the magma where it came from. Here's the thing. Not only is it going back to where it started, fulfilling the creation, evolution, and destruction path, but the fact that it goes back into the magma means that the cycle is able to repeat. If it never went back into the magma, if the rocks never went back and completed the cycle, we'd run out of magma, and then at one point, we'd have no more rocks. And that would mean no more volcanoes. And that magma gives off a fair amount of geothermal heat in the mantle so the world would end you and i would die well you i'm immortal of course i'm glad you've learned about and learned to appreciate the rock cycle yes i remember the rock cycle don't ask why remember i know everything those science classes worked out i guess holy crap why do i remember that (laughs) um but Uh, So destruction is a part of life, and it's pretty necessary. I just showed you that without it, the world would end. So, you know, what else is going to end the world? Cows? We should should definitely destroy them. Shout out chicken. All my homies love chicken, and they hate cows. Jokes aside, climate change is actually going to end the world. It sucks, but you know what? Fine, whatever. Anyways, with destruction and with climate change killing all of us, let's talk about the destruction of life. Mortem in Latin, death in English. Most people don't like death. Now, if your name is Dexter, maybe you do. Generally, most people don't like death. They don't like talking about death. They don't like thinking about death. They don't, and they definitely don't like it when it happens uh, in their life in some capacity, whether it be to them or someone else near them. Humans have invested a lot of time and research in elongating human life and will probably continue to do so. And I'm not going to sit here and say that's a bad thing per se. Making it so people don't die to malaria, so kids aren't just being born and having a death rate of 60%, that's, that's good. Uh, the ones fatal illnesses that, you know, we can solve them now with a two-minute doctor visit. Yes, please get vaccinated. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's we can we figured out a lot a lot of stuff and hopefully we can figure out things like cancer and you know other things. Some things we don't need to figure out. We just need to fix our crap. Like Alzheimer's disease, you know how we saw how we fix that? Just, you know, make sure everyone goes to effing bed correctly, all right? Go to sleep and make sure the people you know are also going to sleep and then you probably won't get Alzheimer's. 
Anyways, death is a part of life, and for most people, it's not one to look forward to. Even for depressed people, I've actually found that not a single person, not a, like no human being wants to die. Like you just can't do that as a human. Your brain is, it just can't. But some people, unfortunately, want the pain to end more than they want to not die. But that conversation is long, hard, and for another day. Some cultures, such as the Mexican culture, celebrate death in the form of Cinco de Mayo, where they celebrate the dead with colorful festivities rather than mourn in monochrome, which we normally do here in the States. We treat death with sternness, finality, loss, a reminder of the poignant, finite nature of our being. Man, what a string of words. But I want to give my thoughts and my opinions on death. Death gets a bad rap. That's my take, my thesis. Death isn't some horrible thing. Untimely death sucks, for sure. A child shouldn't die before a parent. Car accidents suck, and no one should feel compelled to take their own life. However, if someone is old, if they, you know, if someone lived their life, if someone lived, then dying is just the natural end. It's the, you know, last, there's an end, there's a day that's the last day. There's a last page in the book. There is a, you know, last episode to the anime. Uh, you know, unless it's unless it's One Piece, of course, uh, then there will never be an ending ever. That that thing's going on forever. But here's the thing, and you know, for anyone that's ever thought about death, you've already figured this out. But death is the reason that there's life has any like sort of point or reason uh, you know what's the point of getting out of bed if you could just do it tomorrow what's the point of doing your work today you could just do it tomorrow why would you start your dream thing today you have all the time in the world why do anything if you could do it tomorrow here in this world you might get into a car crash you might have an ar army accidentally drop a nuke on your town yes this has happened it does happen sometimes if you want to look into it google broken arrows that's what they're called but the fact that you might die at any time from anything that makes it so that right now you should get out of bed. Right now you should get your stuff done. And right now you should do the things you want to do. Not tomorrow, not later, right now. Because here's the thing, you don't have all the time in the world. It's going to end. It's going to come to a close. And that's going to suck. If you sit on your deathbed and regret the things you didn't do compared to what you did do. Everyone does things. You and I, we all do things. And, you know, maybe we're not fond of them. Maybe we can admit, you know what, that probably was not the right move uh, in terms of what I wanted <laughs> in for the outcome of the situation. But at the end of the day, most people, it seems like they can reconcile with that. And it's like, okay, I am who I am now because of the mistakes I've made. I've, you know, the person I am, the things I've done, the life I've lived, it's all a accumulation of all the things that I've done. And you know what, that's fine, whatever. You say sorry to people, apologize, change, you know, regret in terms of things you've done, that shouldn't be there. But usually what we see in people that are on their deathbed is that they regret more often the things that they didn't do way more than the things that they did do. And so don't go live an entire life. I think life expectancy in America is like 76 years. Don't go live like 76 years of your life. Sit on an effing hospital bed somewhere and think, man, I'm so freaking 
sad that I didn't do that thing. Uh, you know, if you die alone because no one ever loved you, maybe you'll be sad that you never asked that girl effing out. If you lived a pretty standard, boring life, maybe you'll be sad you never started that business, started that YouTube channel, which, to be honest, I've been thinking about recently. I need to go turn the effing camera on and just talk to it. We'll see. Maybe one day. I Maybe one day. But, you know, don't regret not doing something. And, you know, sometimes, even when you start doing something, you'll regret you didn't start it earlier. I mean, look at this podcast. I definitely wish I'd have started it earlier. I would have had way more episodes. I would have had a lot more things. I would have been able to go back and say I'm wrong. And, you know, that's probably going to take another year for me to learn enough for me to come back to these episodes and say, oh, I had this wrong. I had that wrong. Let's go correct it. Let's go update it. But, you know, the best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago. The second best time to plant a tree is right now. So go plant your effing tree, man. You know, death is the reason that we do anything, though, going back on the topic. You know, death is the reason that we have to do anything. Without death, there is no reason, no motivation, no necessity, no point. Death is what allows you to give meaning to life. And I am a nihilist. I don't think that anything inherently has any meaning whatsoever. But death makes it so that you're able to give it meaning. Because the thing with nihilism, I think I'm what people would call an optimistic nihilist. I think that anyone can choose to give meaning to things in their life. But you know what, I either have talked about that, or I will talk about that, whatever, let's talk about death, uh, <laughs> a long time ago, I think I was 14 or 15, I watched this video, I don't remember what it was called, I think it was like one minute, I don't remember what the channel was, it was on YouTube, and it was this animated story about death, and it talked about this guy, and like how he didn't really do much in his life, and then he like got into a car accident, and he saw his like death and stuff, and then he like came back to life, and you know, realized, oh, crap, I'm going to die, or I might die, and then he, you know, did stuff with his life, uh, how, you know, but it, at the end, the moral of it was, you know, you shouldn't be afraid of death, um, not only is it like, hey, you're going to die one day, make sure you do the things you want to, but it was also, don't be afraid of it either, so far, we've said that destruction, death, it's a part of everything, stars fuse until they fuse iron, and then they expand and explode, and they're gone, Rocks get sent back to the mantle, trees decay and fall, and the people we care about get lowered into the ground. It's a part of everything. It's not just, you know, it's just not something that we can stop, you or I. And we probably shouldn't try to chase immortality. Uh, we already had an episode where I talked about immortality, but it would probably suck for most people, at least. I recently saw this video from a channel called Pursuit of Wonder called why living forever would parentheses probably and parentheses be awful. But the fact that death is an inevitable part of life means it's not something you should fear. That's not to say that you should covet or chase death. No, but you shouldn't be afraid of it. It'll stunt your experience of life and it'll make it so you won't be able to do things. In the same way that death lets you give meaning to life and it makes it so that you should go start and do that thing you want to do, being afraid of death will make it so you're too afraid to go and do that thing you want to do. There, It's really weird because if you don't acknowledge it, you won't do anything. But if you do acknowledge it, and you're afraid of it, you also won't do anything. And so you have to find that middle point where you acknowledge it, 
but you don't fear it. You're not afraid of it. You just understand that it's, uh, let it be an, a motivational uh, and a moving force rather than an inhibitory force. Uh, you know, you should make every day great because one day, yeah, you F and die. But, you know, death lets you give meaning to life. Being afraid of it will make you avoid a lot of things. The fact that there's an end is what should make you want to live, to be happy with every moment. And that's interesting for sure, because we haven't talked about happiness yet. But one thing that the Buddha also discovered is that life contains suffering, and that suffering sucks. If you're affected by death, especially by someone who's close to you, chances are it's going to suck, and you're not exactly going to think, gee whiz, death is great. And you're probably not exactly going to be happy. But here's the thing. Sadness is just as valuable as joy. Those moments in life that you feel bad, they're moments in your life. They're experiences in your life. And the fact that you're having an experience, the fact that you cared about someone, that you loved someone, that someone loved you, died, and that's what's making you cry, that's absolutely valuable. Because that means you had a number of experiences, a number of moments that made you care, love, and be loved. I recently re-listened to this story by Exerbia, uh, uh, E-X-U-R-B-1-A, called And Then We'll Be Okay. And I don't want to spoil it, but I kind of probably will. Uh, in the story, this dude's dad dies from this mystical sna snake that like tortures his village. Uh, quite angry, the kid decides to go up the mountain on a journey to kill this snake. Uh, and he finds all of these things, glasses, a sword, a tankard, and a necklace. And they all give him different things, but combined they would allow him to rule the world if he so wished. He keeps climbing up the mountain and he finds the snake and he brings his sword down with a mighty blow. And the snake disappears. He wonders where it went, asking his travel companion where it went. And the companion said, I didn't see it because it didn't exist. All of those relics that the kid found, the glasses that let him see everything, the sword that let him destroy everything, the tankard that let him live forever, the necklace that recorded all of it, they were all things that humans before had created in order to kill the snake. Anyways, listen to the story. The part that matters here is that the kid realized in his village there were people that cared, people that loved him. And this is the quote that I'm going to pull out of it from uh, the, per the person that the kid traveled with. Quote, I'm sorry your father is gone. I'm sorry you'll never see him again, but there's a whole village down there of people who love you. And here you are, screaming at the wind on an effing mountain. Bad things happen, and the reasons for them are complicated. There is no snake, no witch, no evil genius. And there will never come a time where everything lasts forever, and nothing hurts ever again. But the strength is in taking a good look into the abyss, into the eyes of the snake, and then choosing to still be a good human, even in the face of great uncertainty and malice, and that day where everything will be gone forever, it's not gone yet, it won't be gone for ages. Don't waste your time on snakes and windmills. Say goodbye." End quote. Sometimes things suck, and I'm not telling you it won't. Destruction may cause suffering, as may creation, as may evolution. The point is not to become immune to feeling. The point is to accept all of it. Don't be afraid of life. Don't be afraid of growth. Don't be afraid of death. And don't spend your entire life looking for a way to slay a snake that doesn't exist. Sure, things end. Situations end. High school ends. College ends. And yes, life ends. 
ends. But until your life ends, what stays with you are the experiences and the memories, you will always have them and no one, no one can take them away from you. Cherish the memories and the experiences. Some are sad, some are joyful, some are angry, but they're all there. They're all yours. Uh, the only way that they aren't yours is if you don't sleep and you get Alzheimer's disease. So make sure you sleep. That's all I can give you. Uh, be sad when you're sad. Be elated when you're elated. Live your life one step at a time, one breath at a time, and go forward. If someone loved and cared about you, they probably wouldn't feel good if they were the reason you couldn't move forward. Make them proud. Make me proud. Make you proud. Live this episode was uh, a lot catered toward the death of a loved one, especially near the end, but destruction and death can manifest in many more ways. You could even have a past version of yourself that's dead. It might be the case. And moving forward, even with that, it's important and sometimes hard. Uh, destruction is in way more parts of life than just life. Uh, so don't generalize too much uh, or don't... Uh, don't narrow it so much. I guess you generalize it more. Uh, you can lose someone in more ways than just death. Relationships end. Priorities change. Things change. People change. And sometimes things end. Sometimes things are destroyed. Sometimes they fall apart. Maybe not even viciously often. It's just a thing that happens. It's a part of the human experience. Don't be afraid of it so you'll never talk to anyone ever. It'll dilute your life experience. But be aware of it and accept that. You may still be sad, but what can we say? It's life. And scene. Uh, I finished Your Lie in April. I haven't watched much else because life cucked me in the past week, but I started re-watching Seven Deadly Sins, so that's going to be fun. Uh, music, Tekka, made the deluxe version of his album. I didn't really listen to it. Uh, I listened to some DC The Dawn, uh, his singles, and I really want him to drop his effing album sooner than later. I would also like Ian to drop his. Trippy's tour bus got shot up uh, like two or three days ago. Actually, I guess when you're listening to this, it's been a while, but uh, like last week. And, you know, there doesn't seem to be any injury reports, you know, luckily, but it would have, yeah, it would have been horrible if he lost Trippy. But yeah, school, a lot of work really sucks. Holy crap, I'm not having fun. Uh, by the time this comes out, though, Apple will have had their iPhone event, which is exciting, but I want the Mac event because I'm planning to switch to a MacBook uh, Pro, hopefully a 14 inch. And so hopefully we'll do that. But that event will probably be in. Man, I want to say October, but it'll probably be November. We'll see. Uh, yeah, getting a graphics card is still not looking hopeful in any way, shape, or form. However, that's all for this episode of Seriously Funny. It was a little bit more of a downer. I think I didn't, uh, I, I made jokes in this one, but I didn't, my voice didn't change much. I think I was pretty monotone the entire way through. Uh, I, yeah, it's been a really effing, it's been a week, to say the least. And so, Sorry about that, but hopefully you enjoyed what was said in the episode, and hopefully the dumb jokes did make you laugh, and so if that's the case, please share this episode with someone you think could use it, or just you know share it with uh, someone in general, just so I can get more money and views, I guess, <laughs> I guess. and so yeah, uh, also give it a rating, please, uh, and thank you for listening to this episode of Seriously Funny, I will see you next week, I love you. Please don't be afraid of death. Move forward with me. I will go forward with you uh, and we'll get through it and we'll make it until one day we ourselves meet the end of 
the cycle and we have the last page in our book but until then keep listening to this podcast i guess Uh, i'll see you next week peace